You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yes, for the return pass. Now Braden Point. Down to a minute 15 remaining and 35 seconds on the Edmondson Miner. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Lightning ticket holders, very pleased after the start to the Stanley Cup final last night. Lightning up 1-0. It was uh, free and easy for them last night. They they uh, win minus 200 on the money line. It goes over the total of five, and we wake up. And to win the Cup, Tampa Bay minus 560. This is BetQL Daily, weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network. Joe O and Joe G with you. Let's bring in Chris Peters from the Talking Hockey Sense podcast. Also does some stuff for Bet Betway. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Chris M. Peters. You know, Chris, when I hear players talk about injuries and what they're not revealing in the postseason, I just assume everyone is lying. Maybe Kucherov was telling us the truth when he said that he was fine. He didn't suffer any sort of an injury because he looked just fine last night. <laughs> he sure did, yeah. I mean, it was an absolutely dominant effort from that group with with his line with Andre Palat and Braden Point. And Kucherov just looked like he always does, one of the best players in the world, and of course, comes away with a – with a very productive 3.92 goals and um, just really dominated the game the whole way. So uh, really impressive performance from the Lightning. You know, I think a lot of us believe them to be the favorites. And, you know, Montreal had continually de- denied uh, denied us that, you know, that they were the real underdog in a lot of these. But uh, that game was was clinical from, from Tampa. And I think it's something that we'll, we'll continue to see in this series as they are uh, really a, a different animal when it comes to the teams that that uh, that Montreal has faced so far. Chris, try to put in perspective what we're seeing from Kucherov right now. I mean, he's got 30-plus points in consecutive postseason. Only guys to do that, Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, and him. I mean, that it's remarkable the class he is now in in back-to-back postseasons here. Absolutely. I mean that, and that says it all. When you put those two names and and you and you have Nikita Kucherov in there, I mean, it's really this is what he's been though. He's, he's been one of the best players in the NHL. He's already got an MVP, tie, you know, hard trophies in the MVP. Um, obviously won the Stanley cup last year and you know, didn't get the MVP honors because that went to uh, Victor Hedman, who was such a huge factor for them defensively. But you know, Kucherov is, is always been a producer. I mean, really even in his draft year, you can go back to his draft year and he was re- setting records at, at world championships and all these other things. And, and he still went in the second round. So it's uh, just a, a good example of, you know, just 
just bet on offense because uh, these guys often find a way, and I think that he's really taken it to the next level and has been a postseason performer. Now, it does help that he had an entire year of rest and uh, has been just kind of sitting and waiting, you know, getting over an injury that that cost him the entire regular season. Um, There are plenty of people that are upset that, that he came back just in time for the playoffs and is suddenly, you know, making up for all that lost time with all the scoring that he's doing. But at the same time, I mean, that's just the, the way that it goes. And, and he is, uh, you know, he's fully, we, we expect him to be fully healthy, I guess. You know, he, he you know, as you said, uh, you know, denied that he was ever injured, even though he left game six the last series early. And here we are with him putting three points up in the first game of the Stanley Cup final and putting his name in the right, right next to Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux, it's it's just ridiculous to see this. And um, But, again, not terribly surprising because of how good Kucherov has been over the last five years. Chris, how impactful was the third line of Tampa Bay with all the hits that we were seeing from Coleman uh, last night? Is it uh, kind of uh, – does it remind you of what we saw a year ago? It, it does. I mean, I think that that was always the, the knock on Tampa is that they had – you know they they were they were soft. They weren't able to, you know, play playoff hockey. They they didn't have the pushback that you needed. And you know, I think that group, you know, that, that they also scored a goal. So I mean, they were being effective in in many ways. Um, but yeah, being that physical team, being that gritty team, can go a long way for you. And you know, I think that that's something that that Montreal was prepared for because they just went through that with with a series with Vegas. But at the same time, I think when you've got that plus all the the high-end skill and all of the different weapons that you can have and and the fact that there's really no good line to match up with anybody, um, that that makes it real problematic for Montreal to to break through. Now, Blake Coleman did have that instant last night where he knocked off Brendan Gallagher's helmet, which is actually a penalty. You're not... They, they actually changed that rule a couple of years ago. People were confused why he got the penalty. But if you intentionally knock off a player's helmet, then you get a penalty. And it, it resulted in a pretty bad situation for Brendan Gallagher. who was bleeding all over the ice. And, you know, that's the style that Brendan Gallagher typically wants to play. But now he, he's getting that from these other guys. And um, it seems like suddenly Tampa is the more agitating team when they're also the favorite. So it's just, it's a bizarre situation to see, but obviously it's been effective for them and and it certainly worked last night. Chris, I'm glad you uh, led us to the referees because in the NBA at times it's been painful to watch with the reviews and how long things are taking. How how has it been overall in these playoffs? I know there have been some complaints about, oh, you're changing the way you call it versus uh, the regular season. Yeah, I think that's a complaint every single year is that, you know, they call the games differently and, I think the games are played differently too. You know, there's a, just a different level of intensity. There's certainly more things that you could essentially view as, as uh, you know, infractions that deserve penalty calls. Um, you know, cross-checking has been a real problem throughout this postseason that has not been called. It's not been put under control. And that's why we originally thought that Kucherov was injured after that game six where he, he took a, a really good shot from Scott Mayfield and it didn't result in a penalty. Um, so that's kind of happened all season or all, all postseason long. And, you know, the NHL has been hearing it because everybody's complaining about, you know, there have been some obvious missed calls, but I think that the large, you know, that's why if you're, if you're looking at lines and, and there, and you find things, you know, over unders for penalties, you know, usually hit the under because that's, that's just a nice way to, to, 
to <laughs> to make a little extra money because it seems like they're they're just not going to call a ton of penalties. But I think they tried to keep it under control last night as things started to get out of hand late, um, especially with that penalty to to Coleman. But um, certainly, I think that that's going to up the intensity level. But I don't think it's going to up the number of penalties that we're going to see just because that has not been. Uh, the way things have gone throughout the entire postseason. And the, and the Canadians have been one of the least penalized teams in the playoffs as it is anyway. So, um, yeah, so I don't think that we'll see, see too much. The referees get too involved, and they just don't seem to want to. And I guess that's that's their 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 call. Chris Peters, Betway, and Hockey Sense joining us here on BetQL Daily. Joe and uh, Joe Owen, Joe G here talking some Stanley Cup final after game one. So, Chris, before the series, I, I read your, your prediction, your, your breakdown of the series. You had the lightning in six. Did game one change how you feel about this? And do you think it's now going to be a shorter series? Because right now you can find still four to one odds on this going six with the lightning winning. Lightning in six, you'd get four to one, which is pretty good if you think it's still going to play out that way. Do you still think this is a relatively long series? Or did last night push you to say, man, the lightning might end this quick? You know, I, I think it's it's so hard to say in these in these playoffs, especially at this stage where you know we we've gotten everybody's tired, everybody's banged up, everybody's hurt, and and you just never know game to game how it's going to go. And I think based off of the last series and and how the Islanders played the the Lightning, and the fact that Carey Price is still the goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens, even though he didn't have his best game last night, though he was under siege, I'm still going to stick with that prediction mainly because you know i kind of figured that game one was going to be in the bag for the lightning i'll be very interested to see how the pushback how, how the canadians push back in game two um so i'm still comfortable with it just because i think that you know montreal has the grittiness the the, the defensive capabilities um the thing that really concerns me though is that the way that they were able to keep the Vegas Golden Knights to the perimeter. We're not able to do that at all against Tampa. And so I think that Tampa is a different animal, and that, that's what they have to adjust to. But as Montreal has gotten on in series, they tend to adjust to their opponent. They make the, the key changes. They have to figure out how to get a better matchup with the, you know their Nick Suzuki, Tyler Toffoli, and, and Cole Caulfield got absolutely caved in by, by the Tampa Bay Lightning. So once they get to home ice, they can start making more of those play, you know, trying to get those guys in better situations as, as, so they're not going head to head against top line. So those are the types of things that, that can happen over the course of the series. And, you know, it's really, I'll be interested to see how things look in Montreal because there's going to be an absolute energy um, in, in Montreal for the first Stanley Cup final game since 1993, uh, even though they're not going to have a full building and we don't know exactly how many fans they're going to have. Um, they just seem to, to be able to raise their level at home. So I'm still I'm still comfortable with it. But, yeah, obviously, you look at last night, you say, okay, well, Tampa is who we thought they were, and maybe the, the Canadians are finally running out of gas. Chris, what about some props to consider for game number two? Uh, obviously, star power last night, three-point games for Point and Kucherov. Any goals, any point props that we should take a look at on either side? Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, you know, the way that Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov are, are playing, you look for those point props for multi-point games to get, you know, a little value or anytime scores as well. I think those are the two guys that are, are reliable in terms of what they're able to produce. Um, you know, I, I, I played a Braden Point um, prop last night with for the over one and a half points. And, uh, you know, by the... By the start of that, not not long in the first period, I was halfway there and feeling pretty good about it. And and I think the way that those two guys are playing, you know, you look for those multi-point props because 
um, they, I still think that that's, that's something that they're going to be able to get. And I think definitely looking at certain things like shots on goal, um, you know, if, they, if you have over-under, then shots on goal, definitely keep an eye on on the over there. I think Tampa is really getting a lot of shots through their, you know, Montreal is more of a, a shot suppressing team. They weren't able to do that as effectively last night. Um, and then, you know, additionally, I, I do think we're going to see some pushback from the Canadians. I think that you look at guys like Nick Suzuki, Tyler Foley, and, and Cole Caulfield, who I just mentioned. You know, those guys have been the offensive drivers for this team. Um, you know, I, I probably would wait until they're on home ice when they have better matchups. But you know, you can certainly look and see what what the lines look like heading into tomorrow's game for one of those guys to. To register a point or to register a goal, um, those are those are ones that that I keep a look, keep an eye on. But you know, it's, it can be dangerous to play uh, individual player props. But I do think that when it's Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point, those are the guys that I'm going to probably bet on more times than not. Chris, you mentioned uh, it's tough game to game to predict how this is going to go, and kind of every game has its own feel. In this postseason, Lightning thirteen and two when they score first, Canadians eleven and two. Is it oversimplifying things, especially if someone? wants to jump in live as they watch the game. Is it oversimplifying things to say that first goal is going to tell the story? Or, or do you really think there's something to that, that whoever gets the advantage first, really they, they run with it and they, and they win the game? Yeah, I mean, I think in, in certainly there's, there's a lot to it. I, and I think Montreal in particular is the team where I think that they change the way they play after they get the first goal. When they're chasing the game, it's, it's not, they're, they're just not as effective. But if they get that first goal, they, they really – find a way to clamp down. So, I mean, that's one where, you know, because they're, they're the underdogs the way that they are, you watch that and you say, Oh, well, in a live situation, um, you know, if they get, if they get the first goal, I'm probably going to be more likely to, to throw a little something behind them. If I, if I like the way that they're playing and you know, the time of the goal is important too, <laughs> especially with, you know, with, with Montreal. And if it's a, if it's an early first period goal, those are the ones where I'm a little less, you know, confident in, in jumping in there. I think, okay, well, somebody had a bad start. That doesn't necessarily dictate the way that the game is going to go. Um, but, you know, in, in, in Tampa's case, I just think that they're so good that, um, you know, that they they have the, the ability to break through in the event that Montreal does score first. So those are the those are the things that I'm considering as I'm looking at what, what's happening in those games. But, yeah, I mean, it's been remarkable to watch – particularly Montreal, when they do get that first lead because they really clamp things down. Carey Price seems to be energized by that. He, he makes it so difficult for the other team to score. And the defense in front of them plays with such great structure that, you know, you're when you're chasing the game against them, you feel like the deficit is even bigger than it is because they're so so tight and they, they make things so difficult. But um, as I've said many times, this, 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 this Tampa team is something different than what they've seen, and it is going to be really challenging for them to – uh, keep that structure against a team with this many offensive weapons. Chris Peters, Talking Hockey Sense podcast. Chris, you all set? You uh, start to make plans for the 2022 All-Star Weekend in Vegas? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. I mean, yeah, I, I really like the way the schedule is panning out for, for everything next season. So, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, sign me up for Nashville, too, in an outdoor game. I'll, I'll do that wow. one. Man, uh, the NHL, you, you can't mess with their uh, schedule there. Uh, Chris M. Peters on Twitter. Thanks, Chris. Let's talk again soon, all right? All right. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chris. Uh, hard to disagree that this thing is probably going to be a, a shorter series. And if we we only have the goal props out now, but pointing Kucherov to score a goal, he point didn't get home. He had the three points, but it was all assists. Um, all the 
even with Point and Kucherov, uh, both of those are plus money right now. Yeah, and if they are, you should take them before yeah. they become minus money. Yeah, uh, yeah. Point might not be. I, I could see people uh, betting on him. Maybe that number comes down a bit, but uh, the props might be the way to go. I don't know that I would mess with the puck line for game number two. We're going to see a different effort out of Montreal. Yeah, it's desperation time before they go home. But, man, that was a dominant effort by the Lightning. Uh, Joe G, for weeks and weeks, people were saying AL Cy Young is completely done. Uh, we don't think so on this show. We'll tell you where the value is next. This is BitQL Daily. Keep it locked right here on BitQL Network.